Welcome back to Girl Meets Show, the relationships podcast for people in a relationship with TV. I'm Jordan. I'm Taylor. We will be discussing season four, part one, I guess, of Stranger Things on Netflix, like I need to specify. And (laughs) we have thoughts, positive and negative, critiques and praises, so... Stay tuned for that. But first, news. Jordan, what's some news you have for us this week? Well, something that we just saw today, I know we both did because we already discussed it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I saw that you had liked the Instagram or else I would (laughs) have saved it and used it myself. I beat you to it for once. But I was like, Jordan liked it first. She can have it. (laughs) <laughs> I appreciate that. And that's a rare thing. Usually I always see Taylor M. Goff on the profiles. <laughs> my biggest, um, my most toxic trait. <laughs> I've had multiple people tell me that. <laughs> They'll go to any random celebrity's Instagram account and it's always like, Taylor M. Goff liked this. <laughs> toxic trait or claim to fame? That's the question. Good point. Thank you um that's so funny okay but drum roll we're both just so excited about it they announced um the leading cast of fargo season five and it's none other than john ham and also juno temple and jennifer jason lee and it's it's double because like we are big ham heads at this podcast we Mm -hmm. love john ham um but also like I've been worried about him. He has not really... The only thing I've seen him starring in lately are those um, really weird um, progressive insurance commercials. (laughs) (laughs) Don't forget about the really great Apple TV Plus commercial. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Which is funny that this his uh, biggest announcement in a while like this is not for an Apple Plus show, but it's for FX, (laughs) which is interesting. Yeah, I'm just so excited to see him back in TV, Mm -hmm. and I feel like we've talked about, I know we have talked about Fargo before, because I loved the first few seasons, and I just, I didn't watch the last season, but I'm obviously going to be right back in it, and I'm excited. Mm Mm-hmm. I did watch season four. I didn't, I've never watched season three. I need to go back and watch it. Because they always have people that I love in them. I know that that one is Ewan McGregor, like, playing twins or something. Oh, yeah. I actually didn't watch that one either then. I think I only watched the first two. Which are, like, perfect. Yeah. I think it's actually hard when the first two are so good. I'm, like, scared that the next ones won't be as good. Mm -hmm. Um, But season four was still good. And, I mean, it has Jason Schwartzman and Jesse Buckley are in it. And, like, Mm. among other people. Um but it was it was good. So I feel like this will it. also be good. It will be. Ham will never let us down. No. Actually, never has. he probably would, but hmm. <laughs> we don't have to go there. We like him so much that I don't remember those times. <laughs> Hulu is creating an eight episode drama, uh, Tiny Beautiful Things, which I believe is a book. By Cheryl Strainerd, or what's her name? 
Is that true? I could be making this all up. I trust you, but I'm not familiar with that. But that doesn't mean anything. Um, the series revolves around a woman who reluctantly becomes Dear Sugar, an anonymous, revered advice columnist where her own life is falling apart. Did I already say it's starring Katherine Hahn? No. Because <laughs> that, was, that was the lead, and I was burying <laughs> it. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I love it. Because you know what? I... um. That sounds great. That sounds like a really interesting premise. I lo- I actually am fascinated by advice columns. Um, I used to read Dear Abby in the paper when I came home from school. Oh, I would read it because it was in the same section as like the comics, and the comics were my priority one. And then I would read the advice columns. So cute. I love it, Catherine. Ha- you ha- so actually, you had me at the pres at the premise. And so Catherine Hahn is just like the cherry on top. I wasn't a reader, but I did. I think I've even <laughs> talked about this before. I loved listening to this one radio show on Sunday nights where that people would call in and they would share advice. Fun. I loved it. Um, and I quickly fact checked myself because, yes, it is based off of Cheryl Strayed's book. Sweet. Well, now I want to read the book, too. Yeah. She's the one who also wrote Wild oh okay 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 and i never read that so her name didn't ring a bell really to me you know i was in a book club once and that's what we were supposed to read but that was pre (laughs) my reading days so but i admire i admire past taylor for like joining a book club (laughs) really like you tried (laughs) i probably i think that book i think it was like in my the trunk of my car for like 10 years (laughs) haunting you Maybe not 10 years because it came out 10 years ago, but a wow. good chunk of time. That's so funny. Well, now that you're a reader, you should read it. I've never read yeah, that either, but. Never read it or saw the movie. Me neither. They announced that Our Flag Means Death is officially um, back for season two. I'm excited. I'm excited to see what now that they've like kind of got their footing, where it'll mm-hmm. go. Yeah, I feel like all the pieces were there and enjoyable and i think overall yeah overall we liked it maybe had a little couldn't we had took a while to get into it i think i was our opinion but eventually mm-hmm. did like it yeah and um specifically like they're not trying to kind of um bamboozle us but taika and restarby are both coming back for season two because i could see that maybe be, taika being like okay i could do one season and now i'm like way too busy <laughs> legitimately but he's back so if he tried to do that, that would be lame. I have no opinion about this, but I just keep seeing pictures from the set of the sh- new movie for Netflix called Maestro. And oh, I forgot that was Netflix. Yeah, it's with Bradley Cooper. And there are photos of Bradley Cooper as a younger man kissing Matt Bomer. But then there's also photos of him walking with Carrie Mulligan and they are in aged makeup and look about like 60 to 70 years old. I and was going to say like 80. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Probably, you're probably closer. Maybe well, 80. Not- <laughs> I have a bad concept of age. Oh, 60. I was like, John Hamm is probably in his 50s. <laughs> Yeah, they're like 100 years old, I guess. Well, I, I, honestly, I haven't seen that picture 
like today so it's not like fresh in, as fresh in my mind as the <laughs> matt bomer picks but i just remember being like wow they look really old <laughs> oh and my apologies john ham's only 51 <laughs> so <laughs> i don't thank uh, you we're it's neither of our strengths guessing ages don't ask us to do it my that's so sis- funny my sister and i were talking about how we're sad about the utah jazz's jazz coach stepping down because he's like so hot and my dad was like you know he's like my age and we were like so like we love jason bateman brad pitt john ham you didn't want to specifically say the word dilf to your dad (laughs) no but we did say that he was a daddy and my dad asked what that meant and we did not explain it (laughs) well it's like okay context clues (laughs) That's exactly what I said. <sighs> That's so funny. Yeah. Um. Back to Bradley Cooper. I don't know. Cause it's about Leonard Bernstein, right? Oh, had no idea. No, I have. That's no the idea. one thing I know about it, and I, I don't know his life story really. So today they dropped a tiny, tiny little teaser for the new Tim Burton netflix series about wednesday adams it's literally just showing the lead actress um jenna ortega who's going to play wednesday adams and i know her best i didn't see the new scream i know she's in the new scream movie um but i know her best as um what was her name in you ellie eyeball or something (laughs) i think that's right the one the um What's his name? Joe's like he he's like her protector, whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's what I know her best as. Um, but Same. she looked pretty good as Wednesday Adams. Yeah, she looked she did look good. I feel like Netflix rarely teases like that. So I thought that was an interesting tease from them. Yeah. And looking at my the tweet that I saved, they like hashtagged like geek tweak or something. So I wonder if there is like some kind of like convention going on where they're dropping that news interesting do they even have like enough employees to have a convention right now (laughs) a burn (laughs) well i don't know if it was their convention i don't know i don't know if it was like remember like CinemaCon or wherever it was that olivia wilde was served those papers you know Mm -hmm. never forget and also i didn't research if it was that or what so apologies (laughs) and i refuse to look it up now (laughs) yeah no we don't care um my last piece of news is just that they started filming season three of emily in paris (laughs) (laughs) we are an emily watch and this is your report for the day yes they have arrived in paris well i love to hear it i'm still holding down the fort over here at hashtag team alfie so (laughs) all of us here at team alfie are Feeling good. Feeling strong. Good. Ready to battle. Yes. Mm, that's all my news, too, actually. All right. Stranger Things season four. Not not a lot to say without spoiling anything. So hopefully you've already watched this. And if not, hopefully you don't care if we spoil some things for you. But one of the main plots and memes to come out of the show are what song 
would save you from Vecna because I think it's really hard to miss the iconic Kate Bush song that literally everybody is talking about online on every single platform. Mm-hmm. Even if you aren't into Stranger Things, it's literally like I'm literally trying to avoid it <laughs> and can't. It's it's definitely the most talked about thing from this whole season. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. I yeah. I wonder if they are prepared for that. I doubt it. But yeah, give I don't that know. person a raise who chose that song. It's so genius. And did you see Kate Bush's response? How she's like, I gave them like I love Stranger Things, so I'm so excited. <laughs> I was like, oh, cute. Yeah, I did not see that. Um, all right, but we thought it would be fun to guess what each other's songs are. So we're trying to see who can save each other first. <laughs> so we're both being possessed by Vecna, but we still have the capability to put headphones <laughs> on each other and play <laughs> each other's songs. <laughs> so we'll see who Whoa. dies first or when stays alive. I didn't... Okay, the whole race factor of this is tricky. I mean, technically, we could both stay alive. It's... But we each chose three songs that will save us. Mm-hmm. And we're going to try to guess what those three songs are. We're trying to see if if we could save each other or if we would be dead. Yes. So, Jordan, you go first. Okay. Try to save me. My first guess is... And these are songs that really, I, they make me think of you. Okay, great. And that's my love language, by the way. When people wow. are like, this made me think of you. I love it. Well, <laughs> just <laughs> adding to the pressure. I hope I get one, <laughs> at least one right. <laughs> um, no, these are songs I, I for sure at least know you love them. Whether or not these are the ones you picked, that's the question. But the first one I thought of dancing on my own number one ding 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 you got it i saved you i'm saved oh i'm so relieved good job that was the one where i was like she has to get that one i mention it anytime we mention any songs (laughs) and it just like has an iconic beat and like for all these songs i was trying to picture exactly like the scene Mm -hmm. and to make sure they would like fit within that like build up and whatnot. Totally. Cause I, I'm, uh, I thought the same kind of process because running up that hill makes the scene so much more epic than if it was just kind of like some dorky song. Totally. Like it, it makes the whole thing. And so dancing on my own would also be like a very epic, powerful scene. I think I agree. Good job. Thank you. I'm so relieved. Yeah, this is a lot of pressure. Okay, my first one I chose for you is a song that I never had even really thought about twice until I met you. (laughs) And now, like, every time I hear it, I think of you, and that is Africa by Toto. Spot on. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) I've... I don't know. It's funny, too, because I was like, this is not the time. If this is a life and death favorite song choices, this is not the time to be like, oh, I'm going to go with one of my like deep cut favorite songs. It's like Mm -mm. I've got to go with a classic song that will be in like my top 30 all time Spotify tracks. Yes. And that's Africa. It's an iconic me song. 
Mm-hmm. It, it truly is. <sighs> wow, I'm so relieved that you could save me. And that would also be good in the moment. I feel like it would maybe be a little more jokey <laughs> in the in the moment, but though I mean the drums hit and then the chorus is like that is cinematic. So I think the jokey part is also fun though. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Thank you. Okay. Well I'm glad that we got that out of the way and that um one of us didn't kill the other and then have yeah. even more pressure. So now now we're alive and now it's just there for fun. Yes. My next one I listed is I I've it's like it's hard because there are a lot of Taylor Swift songs that I feel like, oh, I know that's one of Taylor's favorite Taylor songs. Mm-hmm. But there's one that not only do I like only it's like you're like the I what am I trying to say? I feel like I don't, I literally only associate it with you, not other people. I'm sorry and, that I've done that to you and the song. <laughs> no, I mean, I knew that would sound weird, but like, it's, I, it's a, it's not a bad thing. Okay, um, good. and I also think that it could be a really good moment in the show is Wildest Dreams. Yes. 100%. And I like along with the, with the songs that I chose, it it was also like thematic. Most of my choices are pretty like thematic of like, it's just kind of funny. Like you're in a trance. So like thinking about like wildest dreams, yeah. which is like perfect. Yes. It so. worked so, it worked so well in my head kind of thinking about it mm-hmm. that I was like, wow. Yeah. 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 And we already well, have Taylor's version too. So we already have Taylor's there version. You go. So we don't even have to give any money to the pockets of scooter braun we don't have to ask scooter for permission we get to ask taylor i don't even think money goes to scooter braun anymore because didn't he sell it but oh well (sighs) it'll always be him as the villain in my head so yeah he'll always be my vecnar (laughs) vecna i mean (laughs) oh my gosh (sighs) (sighs) okay speaking of taylor swift i was thinking of what taylor swift song would be yours and I was stuck between two, and mm. one of them seemed to fit the theme a little bit better. I could be wrong, it's but I'm going to... hard. It's hard. I'm going to go with Cruel Summer. Am I wrong? <sighs> You're wrong. Dang it! But it's only because I limited myself to picking one Taylor song on my list of options. Because... Yeah. The other, I would have either picked Cruel Summer, August, or the third one that I really did pick. Wow. Mine, I literally have Cruel Summer slash August. So I've missed the number one. I picked State of Grace. That was my other one, but I was like having a hard time visualizing it. I should have just done really? it. Really? Because to me, done it. it does sound kind of movie soundtrack-ish, you know? Yeah, it's true. But, but the thing is like, you were not off it's just not the one that i have in bold on my list (laughs) (laughs) but i already lived i already lived so it's okay because especially because like africa was probably the song you really thought of very first Mm -hmm. dancing on my own was the one i thought of very first so i feel like that's what i would have pulled to put in your airpods when you were flying in the air (laughs) yeah okay third song 
Hmm. There's, this is where it gets tricky because I feel like I had to really narrow it down. Because I know that at this point, this is where I'm like, okay, now I know of a lot of songs that are still that tier. Mm-hmm. But are, what songs are like my brand? Yeah. Um, This one, just because, I don't know. I, I'm taking, it might be a long shot, but I picked Hard Feelings by Lord. Oh my gosh, no. I'm so sad because it is a Lord song. But it's Ribs. Oh, ribs. You know what? And not, wow, I feel dumb for not thinking of ribs. Wow. Don't feel dumb. You were so close. Ribs is also a better choice for the theme, for sure. Mm-hmm. For Just sure, for build sure. Up. Yes. And the like, build up of build ups. It's like about like, kind of like existential getting older and stuff. Mm-hmm. Which is like something you would feel. Because like, if Vecna is targeting people when they're like kind of having dark times and depression it's like sometimes you feel dark about like what my life I'm older now and I used to be a Mm -hmm. carefree child and loss of innocence and stuff like it works perfectly that's such a good truly does oh thank you wow can I tell you my biggest bonus song that I was like if Jordan guesses this that would be amazing yes and I hope I have it because I have other I have other options. I was narrowing it down, but I don't I don't know if it'll be on that list. I couldn't ignore it because it is like one of my I think it's not anymore, but it it used to be. It's been my number one played song on Spotify for so many years that I like can't get rid of it. And it's Sugar by Maroon 5. Oh, my gosh. Oh, OK. I was tr- I knew that you had like a totally now seems very random as your number one song <laughs> but i never would have pulled that out that's so funny uh, imagine it pull me it's stranger things of- and it's this scary moment and you're like <laughs> in a trance flying in the air and everyone thinks you're gonna die Shaka. and suddenly Shaka. <laughs> it would pull me back to reality instantly. instantly actually maybe that is the thing actually like a song that feels too out of place is actually the mm-hmm. way to do it yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Uh, I'm really struggling with your third one. I have a question. Have you seen them live? Yes. Is this cheating? No, I don't think this is cheating. Especially okay. especially when we've done so well this far, you know. I don't know why that would make it not cheating. Just to me, it sounds fair that it's this is more of a throwaway final guess. Um, I could give you a really, really big hint. Let's hear it. It's the same. It's also a Lord song. <laughs> okay. Is it 400 Lux? No. Oh my but, gosh. But I feel like in your defense, I feel like I've actually talked about that song more than this song. Okay. I picked Green Light. Okay. That, yeah. See, I would have never guessed that because my second guess would have been the Louvre. I'm kind of realizing that maybe I haven't talked about this one as no- enough. But I mean, it's just like an overall, we all agree it's one amazing. of the best songs ever made. Totally. Yeah. So I feel like this wasn't really a fair choice. Can um, I tell you my bonus song I have for you? Yes. Birthday Cake by Rihanna. Um, If I could share my screen, you would see that it's literally under green light. Because <laughs> I thought that would be so funny. Because I was trying to just make a list of like, what are the songs that like literally... I feel very passionately about, mm-hmm. especially if sometimes you're kind of like, do other people care or is it just me? Like those kinds mm-hmm. of songs. 
So that makes me very, very happy. That I was also you, thinking I feel a little bit redeemed. You should. I feel like you should feel very redeemed because, and I feel like we both should. Even when we got it wrong, we were so close. We were. Um. Also, it's actually. I feel like it was pretty hard to even for myself to pick which Lord song because, like, I mean, Perfect Places is another one that I was like mm-hmm. the my I feel like Perfect Places and Greenlight were ones where my love for them has just grown and grown and grown. Yeah. And I was just trying to imagine the moment in in Stranger Things if Greenlight was playing like right when like the co- like it's building up to the chorus like that would mm-hmm. just, and her like running through to the get to the gate like I kind of have goosebumps thinking about it. Yeah, it'd be perfect. Um you know, I was also thinking um cut to the feeling a little bit yes 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 i think that would be a perfect one too another one i was another one that i was thinking of for you i was like um well first of all obviously hey juliet (laughs) (laughs) by element yes (laughs) um but i was thinking too i just don't know if this was like big enough but like i need my girl i know that was i was like this isn't the time or place for like my favorite songs of all time. Cause it's mm-hmm. like, it's a different category. That song would just send me into my grave, but also you know? the title. It's like, we're trying to bring our it's girl true. back. That is it's kind true. of epic. That's true. But I mean, it's about like waking you up, not like lulling you into a nice yeah. peaceful sleep. I may have to get some of my inspiration. I was looking at your highlight of, concert videos wow because everyone always picks usually you record like your favorite one mm-hmm. and um that so, was yeah. really smart of you because I to get inspiration went to your Spotify account and was like looking at which songs are on like multiple playlists or your playlists oh. that are like more so like top faves mm-hmm. but it's really hard because I can't like I was trying to see like your top songs from like last year or something, but they changed that. So you can't like look at people's, you had to like make it into your own playlist. Oh, seriously. And so I had mm. to do some digging Dang. and it didn't work out that well, but it worked out a little bit. You, I think you still do a good job. And I mean, the important thing is that in the moment we don't have time to go do this research and we knew each we other's don't. number ones. We did. We so did. we were saved already. Yeah. Well, I love any time that we get to discuss music on this sh- podcast about TV shows because it's also an important part of mine and Jordan's friendship. Mm-hmm. All right. Stranger Things Season 4, Part 1. Right off the bat, let's just discuss the elephant in the room. Season 4 <sighs> is not over. There are two more episodes coming on July 1st. I do not understand it. I think I, it's so bizarre mm, that they're doing that. I just, I'm very annoyed that they're calling two episodes part two. Mm-hmm. Like, shouldn't it be equal in size? I don't, yes. I just don't get the thought process. Are those episodes done? And why didn't you just drop them now? Like, is it a tradition to drop them on the, like in July or something? Like we're so close to July now too. It doesn't make any sense to me. I don't get it. Like, and they even have like photos on IMDb already. So like, it seems like they're done. Well, and I was surprised at the end of the 
the part one finale when they're like like there's a promo video Mm -hmm. which i was i was like glad to get it um i guess i also just am remembering i have to constantly remind myself this is also not the final season yes like it's Mm. like i was already annoyed when ozark did their final season in two parts but at least it was like equal amounts of episodes yeah so it's just like two mini series where this is like one giant series but we forgot that we had two more things episodes worth of content we wanted to give you Mm -hmm. and if it were the final season i i would i would um i would like see more logic in it because these last two could be like and the series finale is going to be like this big event two episodes separately Yeah. yeah 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 and that would make more sense to me um especially because i mean i feel like every season it's like kind of an apocalyptic moment where like oh they're we don't know who's gonna live or die if anyone's gonna die uh it's kind of like this is finally like the big bad monster that's kind of been like the boss of everybody like vecna they're there's i mean they literally say like oh vecna is like the i guess they said that the mind flayer from season three in the mall is like the ultimate villain and that the and that Vecna is like his five star general was like what they said. <laughs> and um and so it's kinda like I guess so I guess me saying that now, sorry for working this out out loud. <laughs> I guess as I'm saying that, so I guess they'll bring back the mind flayer to be like the the final season villain, I guess. But to me, Vecna has been a more impressive villain and monster than whatever was going on in season three because I kind of don't remember it that well. But I find Vecna more scary than any of the other monsters we've met so far. So it seems kind of, it seems kind of like they're on a whole nother level that would be good to end on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it seems like this, I can't even remember what, the mind flare even is or looks like or what it is but like i do know this is the first time um they've had like a voice behind the scary thing right Mm -hmm. well and so judging from the flashbacks we get of and somewhat of like kind of the recap video or whatever it was like the mind flare took billy's body so he was like speaking but it wasn't him talking it was like the monster yeah 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 technically mm-hmm. and then in the mall it was like that giant almost looked like a spider thing i guess mm-hmm. but but don't ask me any other details at all because i really don't understand or know well me neither um but this is the first time it's looked it's looked and talked like a human slash okay mm-hmm. is its own human and so like i would think that that's the scariest of them all is like one of us you know kind of thing yeah how did you feel about the season overall um overall i i did think it was good i feel like um the thing i keep coming back to i mean i don't think all the episodes needed to be so long um but i wouldn't say that i felt like bored or dragging all the time i just kind of wish they were maybe kind of split up and they um cut certain monologues that were like a lot of there were a lot of long monologues that were kind of unnecessary and I was like 
okay, this episode's like over an hour doesn't really need to be an hour. But I think that I think Stranger Things has an issue and I felt this for the last couple seasons too. I just think they overcomplicate things too much. And I think that the core of the season was a really strong, compelling plot line. I thought that Vecna as the monster was really scary and effective and them trying to like the mystery of where Vecna comes from and them doing the research for that I thought was really interesting and I really liked that um I but then they also just kind of muddled that in my opinion with all the Russia slash Alaska stuff I I they could have cut that completely out for me I didn't have really any emotional ties to it I want Hopper back for sure but I just couldn't believe the how that lasted the entire season and then like the California stuff was okay. Definitely not as interesting to me as what was going on in Hawkins. And like I would say, and then like the next plot line that they had going on was Eleven kind of going back to the Hawkins lab. And that stuff I did like because I really loved how that all did tie together. But there's still just like so many things going on that I really wish they had focused more on really Hawkins only, I guess, like the murders and Eleven. Yeah, I would say I'm with you. I felt like, yeah, the episodes were too long. I think it would have made more sense to cut them in half and have like each episode kind of dedicated to like one storyline and maybe like a little bit of overlap. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like the they were trying to do too many storylines that were like equal importance and I f- didn't like that all of the main characters were like pretty split up throughout the whole entire season um, because I think that shows like this are best when the ensemble cast is like all together. Mm-hmm. Agree. Yeah. Like I just think every single storyline could have been shortened. I really did not enjoy Eleven's bullying storyline. I felt like that was really dramatic and like, extremely unnecessary and like doesn't really portray how like bullying actually works which was annoying (laughs) to me and um and then yeah same with the Russia storyline I felt like that could have been cut in to maybe one-fifth of what that was (laughs) and yeah I agree (laughs) I I did enjoy like Will and Mike and Jonathan and they're like um traveling I liked when they visited the girlfriend in Salt Lake I I don't know if that's just because like I live here and (laughs) know and love this place but like I thought that that scene was really fun and I really liked that but then like what happened to them we never see them in the final episode we don't really know what happened after that which I felt a little bit confused and then in Hawkins I felt like those were probably some of my favorite scenes, but even then, I think I th- a lot of that could have been cut down as well. Like, I did not like the main character, or the not the main character, the, like, um, jock the football guy. Or, yeah. I didn't think he looked even 10 years close enough to being a high schooler, <laughs> and also, just like, no high schooler talks like that. Especially... Just like that's such a good point because I feel like 
this is the 80s. I feel like almost he was like talking like he's in like the 50s or something. Yeah. And like professing his love to his girlfriend like that in front of the entire school would be embarrassing. Like no one would ever do mm-hmm. that. No. And then also 11... I told Taylor this, but he oh, just looked like George W. Bush to me. So <laughs> I found that very distracting. Oh, I loved it. And I was glad I had already finished watching it when she told me that because I would have been so distracted by that. <laughs> um, so hopefully you are too if you're listening to this. My last complaint, and then I'll be done, is just that I also felt like 11 inside of the dungeon place. I can't remember what that's called. Is it called? I don't know what it's called. Um, The last episode is called Massacre at Hawkins Lab. So is the name just Hawkins, Hawkins Lab, Lab, I guess? I guess that makes sense. I felt like that got a little long and confusing for me as well. I was always confused on like young 11 versus old 11 and like props to them because they mm. made him look so similar, but they were almost too similar that I was confused on which one was the young one and which one was the old one. And like when it was a flashback, when it wasn't, I felt very confused by that. And I honestly have learned a lot just from listening to Jordan talk about it. I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> so. <sighs> well, yeah. I mean, I kind of picked and chose which things I wanted to pay attention to (laughs) and that I guess was one of them but do not ask me a single question about Alaska because uh I won't have an answer for you I remember peanut butter (laughs) and that's like pretty much it I could probably explain it to you in about five seconds and then that would all you would that's all you would need and so you don't need what seven seven episodes to do it no 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 Hmm. i really like the point you made about the um eleven's bullying when she's in california Mm -hmm. because it really was like it was so over the top that it made me feel nothing about it Mm -hmm. and what um it actually reminded me about in season one one of like the parts that i had such an emotional reaction to that i think is like an effective bullying scene Remember when Steve broke Jonathan's camera and it was like the saddest I, I that like stuck out to me so much. It was like really sad because it's like Jonathan's was like this weird. It's actually funny how like Jonathan's not important anymore, <laughs> but like it and Steve is like the yassification of Steve's personality is like a completely different person. But like because Steve was all like and jo- it was like the moment when Jonathan's trying to show pictures he took of like the Demogorgon and like Barb or something mm-hmm. and Steve's all mad because he's talking to Nancy and he like takes his like nice camera and smashes it on the ground and it was I was like this is a very like I was very affected by that and it was also like that's like a subtle real thing like he broke his camera mm-hmm. and compared to this like huge elaborate roller skating rink circle of trauma that I was just like it was it just felt so off to me mm-hmm. that I'm I was just really glad that I feel like you I was like I can't it's hard to explain why this feels so off but like that's it mm-hmm. it was just so dramatic and then I just feel like it didn't even really pull at my heartstrings because I was so annoyed at 11 for like lying and like being mean back and it was just mm-hmm. like it didn't do what I think it was trying to do for me I wonder if, like, looking back at it, I wonder if they're trying to lean in to make us 
still believe that Eleven killed all those kids and be like, see, like she's violent and vicious or whatever mm-hmm. or something. Because then it's like she has like the blood's dripping down the bully girl's face and, and or whatever. And so it's like, I mean, there wasn't I didn't there was no doubt in my mind that Eleven had done that because like, I don't yeah. know Eleven's whole past. Yeah. And so that just kind of I guess that that was their way of adding to that. But I feel like they're just there was like more natural ways they could have had bullies and maybe give us doubt about 11 or something but i don't know it just was weird and actually so much happens after that that i almost kind of forgot that it even happened well and i think that they could have gotten that same told that same story with just using one of the instances because there's like the instance where she like tries to do something to her but her powers don't work but it's like Mm -hmm. clear that she would have done something bad if her powers were working yes so then we didn't also need the traumatic roller skate (laughs) thing because it was honestly i was scared they were gonna show it and i was like i don't want to see that Mm -mm. which honestly leads me to my last complaint even though i said my last complaint was my last complaint but this one really is my last complaint and it's less of a complaint and more of a hmm because (laughs) i felt like Every word I just said, I hate. I love it. No, I was like, those are my favorite kinds of things where I was like, (laughs) I'm not complaining, but I, hmm. (laughs) I love it. Um, I felt like this season was a lot scarier than all the other seasons as far as like what it visually shows. Like, I felt Mm -hmm. like I was watching um, Malignant a lot of the times. With, like, all the, uh, like, children's bones, bodies breaking in, like, Mm -hmm. such a traumatic way. Very disturbing. Yes. And, like, I feel like the general population is watching this show. Like, they purposefully made this a show that, like, everybody loves and watches. And now they're kind of alienating their audiences because, like, I think there's a lot of people that don't like watching that kind of thing. So I just thought it was interesting that they really leaned into the horror of it all yeah it's so true and it's not like they show us it the like the way you die when Vecna kills you they showed you every time like it wasn't every like time. the first episode um because I'd heard everyone like oh it's scarier it's scarier and I'm like how scary can it really be and I was like oh oh wow this is like it really i think your new nailed it when you said it's like watching malignant which is like a horror movie yes like it really feels like when you're watching a horror movie i was impressed that they were able to pull it off i think it's interesting that they had to do it to these characters that we don't already love it's kind of like that's where they hold back you know like they only do it to characters we've like just met which is Mm -hmm. kind of interesting but um but I think even though I was impressed at how genuinely scary and very disturbing it was, like I was kind of like looking around like the dark corners of my room that night after <laughs> I watched it. And I was yeah. like, I hope that Vecna's not here, like, well, which I never really adult. thought of before. Yeah. yeah. So like, what about the kids who got roped into watching the being Stranger Things fans mm-hmm. and are now watching this? Just because they love Dustin. Yeah. But seriously, seriously, though, I think that's a very good point. They I mean, they did get a lot of press for putting the warning ahead of the very first episode. 
And from what I read online and because you started it before me and I was kind of like, I don't know if I really want to see that if I don't have to, Mm -hmm. even though, I mean, even if you skip it, you will see like plenty of dead bodies and flashbacks and stuff. And yes, Mm -hmm. they are all children. Um, but I was glad, I, I was glad that you were like, yeah, you can totally skip to like eight minutes in. Mm-hmm. And I did, and I literally didn't miss, I don't think I missed any important plot points. So if you, you are didn't. wondering you about still that. Understood, you understood Eleven's storyline better than I did, and I watched it. And it was. <laughs> a, it honestly was traumatic. It was too soon. And I yeah. wish that they would have just cut the whole thing out. Because I think the they, flashbacks alone mm-hmm. were enough. I started it right when Papa, for lack of a better word, because I don't know his character <laughs> name. <laughs> um, He says, what have you done? And I feel like they could have just started it right there. Yeah. Literally. And then show you 11 bloody or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then Stranger Things title music. I like, feel like the last time we discussed Stranger Things on the podcast, we were like, we should be the editors. And same thing here. Because, yeah, that seems way more effective and interesting. Mm-hmm. And save you eight minutes of your life. Mm-hmm. Of this long, long season. <laughs> Yeah, I will say because I I do I did overall I did like enjoy the season um despite all these very I think valid criticisms. Mm-hmm. One thing that I did love, I really really liked that twist at the end with the friendly orderly as he's uh credited in IMDb <laughs> up at um who actually ends up being patient number one basically which like that I predicted I felt like it was pretty obvious that he was going to be actually be one but I did not I had no idea that he was actually going to be Vecna that was like that twist to me they totally got me I didn't predict that at all and I I really loved how that all tied together and I loved that Hawkins lab all this stuff did end up tying in with everything else going on. Cause I was kind of like, I was thinking that this was just going to be an independent 11 mm-hmm. origin story. And so I did love that that connected. Did you also guess that he was that little boy from the mansion? No. And I feel like that was, um, I almost thought tying it back to that family was a little much actually. It was like kind of too many twists for me, but that's mm-hmm. just my maybe wrong. I don't know. That's, Strong opinion, loosely held. I could be convinced that that um, is the way it needs to be. And I also understand, like, they needed to tie in the house and, like, kind of a reason for why Vecna was obsessed with the clocks and the spiders and stuff. But it just became, like, okay, like, I don't really need to know every thought you ever had, Vecna. I kind of I kind of bought because there's so much to Hawkins lab that I don't know and don't understand. I totally would have bought that there was like a troubled kid that then became this like horrible monster devil guy, you know. So mm-hmm. I didn't really actually need all of that backstory personally. Um I was just excited that 001 became Vecna. But that's yeah. just me. I I feel like I that I could be talked out of that opinion, but that's just how that was my immediate reaction. Well, I'm not smart enough on the subject to talk you out of it. You are like the queen of, I think, predicting things like it's hard to uh, like fool you, I think, mm-hmm. in shows. Did you predict that he was going to that he was going to be Vecna? 
I did predict. No, I did not. I don't think I was involved enough watching this show to make predictions. If I'm going to be completely honest, I had a really hard time um, paying attention. And like, I just felt like I was watching it in so many mini chunks because the episodes were so long. Mm -hmm. Um, So no, I did not predict that. But I, my favorite part was when they go into like the upside down, like Steve and, um, oh, what is her Natalia or not Nancy. I can never remember which one is her real name and which one's her name in the show. (laughs) Nancy. I like when their group goes into the upside down and like they're communicating with Dustin and co I think that that was my favorite part of the show. That was amazing. I I feel like that was like OG Stranger Things magic. It mm-hmm. was that was really special. I loved that. Yeah. As well. I agree. I also I guess I kind of liked that upside down too. I I mean not that it's like I don't necessarily want to spend more time in the upside down, but I liked seeing that it literally is Hawkins. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I, I think that's really interesting. And so I liked seeing them like explore the different places and going back to her house and stuff. And I thought the revelation of it being like frozen in time to the day that Will disappeared was really interesting and cool. Yeah, that was fun. That was really fun. Here's just one last thing I want to say. Um, I, I like Hopper and Winona Joyce. But I'm kind of sad that I would kind of want I the true compelling relationship for me relationship for me is Hopper and Eleven. And so it's like I kind of like I don't know if the way this story was laid out, it was impossible. But I almost would have liked Eleven to be the one to re- rescue Hopper just because I feel more um, emotionally tied to their relationship. Mm-hmm. Well, and have all. they ever even really shown Hopper and uh, Winona? Um, being like romantic like I think they're we... supposed to be like a will they won't they which is kind of dumb <laughs> I wish that they would like that w- it's like hard to really care anymore because the, like that time has come and passed for me mm-hmm. and um, so yeah I think that would have been a little bit more enticing if 11 saved and yeah I also like just felt really frustrated by that whole storyline because I was like I'm sorry like Joyce's kids are just like MIA being watched by like the police and like she's not getting in touch with them at all how many days are passing it made zero sense and like she could have told them where she was going and they probably would have been like okay great yes please we think you should do that like that was that was very weird yeah I, I feel like it's kind of when things like that happen it's frustrating in this show because Everything else is like over explained and really long and almost like gives us too many unnecessary moments and details. And then there's little things like that where it's like Joyce is probably the best parent on record on this show. And I don't think she would do that without giving any like she knows she's flying like it's not like she's going to be gone an hour. Mm hmm. So I just think stuff like that is kind of weird. Like that it's like undercooked of a yeah. of a plot. Yeah, yeah. Um okay, so overall where would you rank this this season? Because I think that I will 
remember more moments from this than I did from two and three. I think it's my second favorite season, despite despite all those things I may have complained about. I think I think it was overall still pretty strong, and I think I liked it. I think I liked it more than two and three. Okay. What about you? How would you rank them? I mean, part of it is that two and three are kind of blended together in my head. Mm-hmm. In some ways. I think I was surprised. I was surprised because I think I liked this less than you did. I I was expecting you to not like it. And because I think I would probably, I think it's probably my four, my least favorite season yet. But oh, I, wow. I don't know if it's just like the time I was in watching it. I just really struggled mm. while getting through it. Whereas before, I think I was like binging it, where this one I needed breaks. And so that's all I'm really basing it off of. I think that's fair, though. I think I went in with lower expectations, too, because I was kind of like, I'm kind of over Stranger Things. I'm not. Yeah. As I'm not really excited. Like, I started it late. Like, you'd think that maybe I would be like starting it the day it dropped or something, but I didn't. And so mm-hmm. I was kind of like pleasantly surprised at how much I liked it. But it's interesting because I feel like we had like almost the same critiques, but I liked it more and you liked it less. That's funny. Yeah, it is really funny. I saw that it had like the biggest opening weekend or whatever. Like it, it booted Bridgerton's record. Sad for Bridgerton. Mm. That doesn't surprise me at all, I think, because even though maybe it's wrong, it's marketed to everyone and Bridgerton kind of isn't. Yeah. It's like older and definitely geared more towards women. For sure. I was actually thinking about it. Like, is Stranger Things the true, like, crown jewel of Netflix? I feel like that was one of the first times that, like, everyone was watching a Netflix original series. I think so. I think I would agree with that. Nothing else comes to mind. Yeah, I can't think of something that is, like, as universal and was, like, a phenomenon. Because every time they drop something, it becomes like, oh, this is our biggest ever or yeah. whatever. But I think Stranger Things is like the true king. Who is your crush of the week? Well, my crush, I'm going extracurricular. Oh. I, I'm in a, my crush is Bowen Yang. Great answer. I, um, I watched Fire Island which dropped on Hulu this weekend. It's a new movie and it's um, amazing. It's like, so the best way to do I mean, it's Pride and Prejudice. It's like an R-rated gay Pride and Prejudice adaptation. <laughs> and it's so good. And Bo and Yang, it's like, you see like a whole new side to Bo and Yang because like, I know Bowen as like hilarious, goofiest comedian on SNL. And in this, he was, like, still hilarious, but also, like, sensitive and so relatable. Like, oh, my gosh. I, I was like, just, I never knew I could relate to a gay man so much. I mean, I, it, yeah, I loved it. And he was amazing in it and um, playing the Jane role in Pride and Prejudice. And it was just, like, so fun. And I... All the, the whole time I was just like, oh, like, wow, it's just been so long since there was a new Pride and Preju- Prejudice adaptation. And finally, there's another one. And I can't I hope they get another one in like five years or something because <laughs> they never get old. They're always the best. And this was like 
a totally new spin on it while still being amazing and I loved it I know I also loved it and uh on Saturday night um Bowen and Matt Rogers went live on Instagram together oh my gosh any of this no I didn't see it (gasps) and they literally were on Fire Island and like this weekend yes and they were in these little twin beds and (laughs) like sharing a room and they were just talking about the movie and this was before I had watched it so I didn't even fully appreciate it and it was so cute and I had something else to say about it and now it left me of course oh they in the Instagram live they like talked about um, if there was someone had asked, like, is there a Fire Island 2? And they were like, yes, we're confirming it on this Instagram live that there is a Fire Island 2. But I can never tell with them if they're joking or serious. I think they uh, were joking, but I wish it was serious. Well, they should, like, do another Jane Austen. Yeah. That would be so good. That'd be great. And who's your crush? My crush, I am going to give it up to our boy, John Reynolds. I forgot that he is (laughs) in Stranger Things. (laughs) And his character is just, like, so funny. And he's in, like, a lot. Yes. It's actually nuts. Hasn't he been in every single season? I I, feel like he has. I know he's in season one. Like, that is pretty wild. He's, like, as... He's as important as Steve Harrington to this show. Yeah, he's in, like, all the episodes of season one, three episodes of season two, one episode of season three, and four episodes of season four. Oh, my gosh. True star of the show this season. He was in it a lot, and he was very him. He was very him, and, like, I loved his hair. It was so good. He looked hot, and um, I feel like it's just, like, um, I was thinking about him so much because, like, I've only ever really seen him play that Mm-hmm. person and i never want him to do anything else ever never <laughs> don't place branch for out. him in every every show oh my gosh the one of the things that made me die laughing was um it's not even he has no lines in the scene it's like it's when someone's watching the news and they're finally like the cops are reporting like oh look for eddie whatever like he we're on he's one of our suspects <laughs> And in the background, you see John giving double thumbs up to the crowd (laughs) after they're announcing these grisly murders. And he's like, it's like as they're kind of like, okay, thank you. And he's just like, "Mm," like double thumbs up. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I wonder wonder if that was improv or if he, that was written in the script. I feel like you couldn't, you couldn't write something so genius. No, he came, he had to have come up with it. And when he's like, I've the part when they're all in the, um, in the wheelers like all the parents are there in the wheel and they're like they're questioning the kids about the hellfire club and stuff Mm -hmm. and the whole scene that whole scene was like kind of like goofy but he made it when he was like yelling and using his angry voice (laughs) at at all the kids i was just like this guy is such a star i like but remember he's the one person we gatekeep so don't get too obsessed with him world do not he's ours he gatekeeps himself, though, because we forget that he's even in this show. And we, Jordan and I, were joking that it feels like he doesn't want people to know that he's in this show. Like, he hasn't posted anything about it on Instagram. 
and he wants to just like stay a little indie actor but like get that marvel money and so like yeah. he just yes. it's he's gatekeeping himself and i'm okay with it it's so funny he it's like he himself his career is being an easter egg mm-hmm. and so when you if you know he's a very if you know you know that should be his mm-hmm. bio like on all of his socials that's a great that's a great oh idea. my gosh that's so funny it's like search party will never die Mm-mm, never ever hmm. now i'm actually sad that there that stranger things is ending after five seasons because it's less him less john <laughs> reynolds oh He'll that's be in so something funny else. <sighs> he better there's they're really you're right there's always room for that character mm-hmm. always all right well stranger things season four i'm sure we'll report back when the part two of two episodes are released and <laughs> tidy it all up but well, and my question is, are those two episodes each gonna be like three hours long? <laughs> I probably. <sighs> Next week we're going to be discussing two HBO shows. One might be H- regular HBO and one might be HBO Max actually. But hmm. it's Hacks, season two, and Barry, and very excited to discuss both of them because they're a pod fave. Oh yeah friends of the pod but like we're friends of them (laughs) exactly Hmm. all right well thank you for listening bye bye